Hey guys, welcome back to our Midweek Wadi College podcast. My name is Caroline Head. I'm a communications intern here at Watkinsville First Baptist Church. And I've got Joel Shimpo, our communications pastor, here with me today. And we're going to be discussing a few things to keep you guys thinking about what we talked about in the sermon this Sunday. We also have with us Vic Doss. Vic? Vic? Hello, Vic? Okay, we don't have Vic Doss with us today. But anyways, we're going to, uh, yeah, this is Joel, and we're, we're going to be following up from the sermon because we heard some pretty convicting uh, instructions uh, from James chapter 5 this week. It says, be patient, therefore, brothers, until the coming of the Lord. And that patience, that instruction to be patient, comes within the uh, context of suffering. And he gives us three examples. He gives us the example of the prophets of the farmer, and of Job, as people who were patient. And so uh, this is hard. Nobody likes to be patient, first of all. Um, So we struggle with that. Uh, And when we are in the middle of suffering, uh, the other thing we struggle with is complaining. And we alluded to this uh, during our talk on Sunday, where we talked about how there's kind of a fine line between grumbling and complaining and crying out to God. All right, so Caroline brought up the example of Jesus uh, who was sleeping when his disciples were out on the boat in the midst of the sea. A big storm comes out, and it's a very bad storm because you have to remember that the disciples, a lot of them, grew up on the sea as fishermen. And so when they're freaking out and thinking they're going to die, it's, it's a big deal. And Peter comes and finds Jesus asleep. He's sleeping in the middle of this huge storm, and he says, don't you care that we're about to die? So this is a great example of someone who like doesn't know what God's doing, like can't understand it, it makes no sense at all to him, and he's like, don't you care that we're going to die? And then Jesus doesn't really say much to him, or he says nothing at all, and he goes and he calms the wind and the waves by just saying, peace, be still. Now, it would have been a lot better if Peter would have gone to Jesus and said, hey, Jesus, we've got a problem. There's a big storm. Can you do something about it? In fact, I know you can do something about it. You can go calm the waves right now. And so we know you got this taken care of. Now, that would have been a lot better. And most of us are, are not living in that reality. When things happen in our lives, it's very hard to go to God and just, just believe he's got it taken care of. Uh, we're moving more towards that maturity, hopefully. Um, And the more I think we see God deliver us, we should be moving more towards that reality. But here's what I think is really great. I think just for the fact that Peter comes to Jesus at all makes a big difference. It's like me as a parent, when my kids have a problem and, uh, you know, they don't know what to do. Just, just for the fact that they come to me to, to say, like, Dad, you probably can't do anything, but at least, like, I'm going to tell you, and maybe you can. Like, that makes a big difference because uh, I haven't been removed from their reality. I am a part of it. They do see something in there where I can make a difference, or maybe I'm powerful enough to do something. And I think God rewards that childlike faith in us 
when even when we don't have all the words, which is often the time with the case for the psalmist who just is is in their best way crying out to God if you read the Psalms. And even if we don't have the words to express what we feel or don't understand what he's doing, at least we've come to him. And I think that is the answer to not grumbling and complaining is just to speak our hearts and minds in honesty, sometimes really radical honesty like we see in the Psalms. If we do that to God, then we are on the right track. So Caroline, you brought up a great point about suffering, and I feel like anybody who's listening to this podcast today, this is just a, a, a good principle that they need to hear. So tell us something you've learned about suffering over the last few weeks that you know um, you were sharing with me earlier. Yeah, I think, I think it was easy for me to hear this and be able to look back, maybe easy now, um, to look back on a time of suffering in high school that I felt like I was enduring and kind of see that it was characterized by complaining and grumbling. Um, so I was just kind of looking at that and asking the Lord to speak into that a little bit. And and I think that one of the things he showed me was that my perspective in that time was really not to be honest with the Lord, was really not to um, to come to him with everything, but rather to, to always ask why. Um, something was happening. And that really comes from a root of, yes, I was following the Lord and I was serving in the church, but I was doing that with expectation that I would be blessed in return. And so that's really me using the Lord and not really serving out of a place of love and adoration and awe um, and, and thankfulness for what he's done for me, but really out of a place of um, entitlement and thinking that what I'm doing um, would would earn me um, an easier life, a life without suffering. Um, so that's a perspective that I have really been asking him to heal in my life. And as Joel said, as he continues to just faithfully deliver us from things, uh, he's made that easier for me to trust him, to come to him, to be honest, and to see that he's going to deliver me and that there is joy within suffering unattached from what we experience in our lives on this earth. That's a great word. And so hopefully what you've heard here on this podcast today will be helpful. And we are looking forward to being back in the book of James uh, one final time on Sunday. So we'll see you then.